Men asleep, cause me living my dream. Couldn't do it by myself, so big up my team. Body thick, but a home style, so sick, it can't fix even if my take the vaccine. Me had the full package, hotter than a fever, so can't even hold a heat. Yeah, I'm a no, my heart I gonna make history like the Mona Lisa. Faster than a cheetah, them can't catch me by a millimeter. Fly with Paul, fly with Peter, I don't need no distraction. Just being honest, little about Talawa from Kingston Parish. True, me never man, them wonder if me in the closet, so I left them a wonder, you know, like Alice. But them not bore like me. Me the pan a different level of high key So how my thing loud, me not show a ID And if I never know, when I look in the mirror Me the strongest support I see So me not care if you don't like me The more you talk, the higher you are raise my fee Go hard, me not break like jet ski Yeah man a Shen Yang at the real Caliente Chica Toro home de quede, la mamacita My name Shen Sia and it's nice to meet ya It's my first time fucking up a funk flex feature Seven seater, ten inch deeper That's the size of the pussy of attention seeker Niggas are dogs but my pussy is gold If you get it that niggas are golden retriever Me not sleep cause me live in my What up, EDS Squad? It's your boy Eli, and welcome to another edition of EDS Squad After Dark. It is your boy Eli. Today, today, we are getting into some things. We are getting into some things. Um, let's go through the list. Let's go through the roll call. Y'all already know what it gives. Um, so today we're going to be discussing Little Nas X. Uh, we'll be talking about him. He just did a photo shoot and a interview with Variety uh, Magazine. And he mentions that he is in a relationship and he believes he's found the one. We're going to get into it. Um, today we're also going to get into Monica. Shout out to my girl Monica. Uh, Monica is working on a new project. Um, and you guys will be shocked because it's not going to be an R&B project. We'll get into it. We're also going to discuss uh, Jamie Spears and Britney Spears. There is an update, a very important um, update in the case of Britney Spears' conservatorship. Um, we'll get into that. We're also going to get into Love and Hip Hop star Prince. Um, oh, child. He was arrested and he's facing multiple charges. We're going to get into it. Y'all are going to be, like, kind of shocked at one of the charges. But we'll get into it. We'll get into all of that. Um, we're also going to get into the VMAs. Yes, yeah, the VMAs is coming up. The nominations have been released, and we are going to get into all of them. Um, we're also going to get into future child uh we're gonna get into it y'all we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it we're also going to talk about beyonce the queen the queen we're gonna talk about her um she just did a photo shoot in a magazine cover as well with harper's bazaar um we're gonna discuss what she had to say in her interview 
Um, we're also going to talk about Nick Cannon. Um, ladies and my gay boys, um, we're going to discuss the men that aren't worth our time. You'll understand when we get there. Um, we're also going to discuss, uh, divorce, uh, news, divorce news. We have, uh, Kenya Moore, she filed for divorce. We'll get into that. And we'll also get into, um, actress Tashina Arnold. She also filed for divorce as well. We'll get into that. We are also going to get into Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, she also did a interview with people magazine and we're going to get into her comments in the magazine um we're also going to discuss Aaliyah. we're going to discuss um what her camp had to say her estate and we're also going to discuss black ground records and the many releases that are coming besides the Aaliyah discography all this and more. This is EDS Squad After Dark. Stay tuned. Stay locked. We'll be back right after this. And we're back. Before, you know, we get into the hot topics, the mess, the drama, um, let's get into the mental health check-in. Um, I am doing good. I'm, I'm doing really good. Um, my week was really good. It was. Um, work was, you know, a lot, <laughs> which, you know, I know I'm not the only person that thinks that. Uh, work can be a lot, but um, I've been finding that making sure that I'm getting uh, my me time. So I hope you guys are out there that are busy and live busy lives and on busy schedules, getting a opportunity, a hour, 30 minutes, whatever for me time, because it's really, really important. Um, other than that, I, I, I really feel good. Uh, I'm in high spirits. Um, I have an update, but maybe I'll discuss that on another episode. Maybe I'll do an unfiltered and an uncensored soon. Um, so stay tuned because I have an update on the, um, the uncensored and unfiltered episode. But without further ado, let's get into the drama, the mess. Let's get into this bullshit, y'all. So let me preference um, this by saying that I am blunted um, this episode. So um, bear with me. This is my first blunted episode. Um... I feel good, so we're, we're, we're going to get through this, y'all. <laughs> we're going to get through this. 
<laughs> um, all right, let's get into our first topic. All right, let's talk about uh, Love and Hip Hop Miami Star Prince. Child. So I randomly was on Instagram and I saw this on the shade room and I was like, what the ever loving fuck? So Prince from Love and Hip Hop Miami is arrested and facing multiple charges, including domestic violence and kidnapping. Um, breaking. Love & Hip Hop Miami cast member Prince, whose real name is Christopher Michael Hardy, was arrested in Miami. He is facing many charges, including domestic violence with battery and kidnapping. Um, and I am reading uh, his bond information, his arrest information, and yeah, kidnapping battery domestic violence so i'm i'm hearing through the grapevine that um it was a domestic squabble between him and i believe his girlfriend ex somebody a girl in his life um and something about she throwing a shoe at him and she being the aggressor and he reacting and it turned into that and then cops were called and it turned into this um i am a i i don't play with domestic violence i don't play with putting hands on people especially putting hands on women as men um but at the same time women we have to stop being aggressors we have to stop feeding into that toxic energy um it, it like y'all already know how i give it up when it comes to prince i don't give a fuck about him fuck him um but at the same time seeing the video of his court appearance and he crying in front of the judge. Like, I really felt bad. Like, like people were, of course, were laughing and gagging and just, you know, doing the fuck shit. But like, I really couldn't revel in that because like I had to put myself in his shoes for a second. I was like, imagine, even though, you know, what he did was fucked up and wrong, and I in in no way condone any of it. But it's just like, I, I just don't like seeing humans, like, in pain and sad. Like, it just does something to me. And seeing him, like, literally be in front of the judge crying, it really, like, I really felt bad. Um, I don't know, like, what is gonna come at it is like these charges are kind of heavy the kidnapping charge is heavy i want to kind of get a little bit more deeper in this story um because yeah I, I need a little bit more clarity so i am going to this is going to be a story that i will definitely uh keep an eye on and get a little deeper into all right, guys, we got a lot of topics today, so let's move on.
All right, let's get into the queen, the queen, the queen, the queen. All right, so Beyonce graced the cover of Harper's Bazaar. If you have not seen the pictures, where have you been? She looks amazing as always. Like, come on, y'all. If y'all already know how I gives it up with the queen, like, I stand. I will always stand, and there's just nothing that none of y'all can do about it. Um, but anyway, uh, Beyonce talks about her evolution and future plans with Harper's Bazaar. Um, I have paid my dues and followed every rule for decades, so now I can break the rules that need to be broken. Um, so guys, as we all know, Beyonce's birthday is next month and she'll be turning the big four zero. Um, she recently sat down and spoke with Harper's Bazaar about her evolution throughout the past 40 years and what she has learned throughout each decade and as well as the plans she has for the future. Um, when reflecting on her life and career over the last decade, Beyonce said, I spent so many years trying to better myself and improve whatever I've done that I'm at a point where I no longer need to compete with myself. I have no interest in searching backwards. The past is the past. I feel many aspects of that younger, less evolved Beyonce can never fuck with the women I am today. The woman I am today, excuse me. Beyonce also asks how she protects her inner self and also put uh, processes the changing world of celebrity culture. While speaking about her intentions behind her career over the years, be at it in this business. So much of your life does not belong to you unless you fight for it. I fought for my to protect my sanity and my privacy because the quality of my life depended on it. True, 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 true words. Um. I want to get into the reflecting on her life and her career over the past decade. Um, I love that Beyonce is in a space where she knows who she is. She's confident in who she is and she doesn't have to compete with that. Um, I'm interested, y'all already know where I'm going to go with this. I'm interested to see where her music plays into this. Because I, I've noticed with the last few releases of Beyonce, she's definitely been more carefree. And you can you can hear that and, and you can feel that in the music, that she's more carefree and she's taking more risks and she's doing more things uh, her way. And she's not, and she does not care for the accolades and the praise and all of that because she already has that. Um, so it, it, I'm interested to see how this next album is going to look. Um, and as for protecting her inner self and the processes, I mean, as a celebrity, you have to. Like, that's, that's A1 number one. Like, I can only imagine in, in a Beyonce, like a Beyonce. Um, and, you know, privacy is, is number one. Like, we don't be knowing. Like, y'all know, Beyonce don't play. Like, we don't know shit. 
unless she wants us to know. And she had to fight for that, you know. I just wish, you know, other celebrities would have the same fight as she would. Because we don't be wanting to know half of the shit that y'all literally be telling us. But y'all tell us and then y'all wonder why y'all on social media every day fighting for y'all's reputations. But I digress. But um, you guys, you already know, Harper Bazaar. If you guys want to see the pictures and the, uh, if you want to look at the full interview, you can definitely go over there. Um, when we're gonna take a break, we're gonna take a little ad break, and when we come back, we're gonna discuss the divorces, um, Kenya Moore and Tashina Arnold. Uh, Tashina Arnold is absolutely bonkers. We'll get into it right after this. Stay tuned. Stay locked. <music> And we're back. All right, guys, let's get into the divorce segment. Um, Child, 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 child. First in divorce news, Kenya Moore reportedly files for divorce from Mark Daly. Um, Before I even get into this, wasn't they already divorced or on the way to divorce? You know, I don't watch Real House. Wives of Atlanta. I haven't watched it in a really long time. So I don't really know too much of what's been going on. But I do remember seeing a report where Mark Daly actually was the one that filed for divorce. Or maybe did he back that back out? I guess, I'm guessing so. Because now Kenya Moore is uh, ready to let go. Which is kind of surprising when she was the one that was kind of like hanging on for dear life. But let's get into it. Um, So it looks like Kenya Moore is ready to close the chapter of her marriage to Mark Daly, but not without retaining primary custody of their daughter, Brooklyn. According to court documents obtained by Radon Arline, the reality star allegedly filed for divorce back in May 2021, categorizing their marriage as irrevocably broken. Um, Kenya shared that the pair have been living in a bona fide state of separation since September 19th of 2019. Kenya is seeking to have their joint personal property and marital debt equitably divided. She is also allegedly demanding sole physical and legal custody of Brooklyn. At the time of the filing, Kenya reportedly asked for an emergency hearing to address various issues impacting the care, safety, and well-being of the minor child. In June, Mark reportedly filed documents agreeing to give Kenya primary physical custody, but request requesting joint legal custody. Um... I'm very interested to know what the emergency hearing is about. That's kind of a red flag, yeah. It, something must have is going on in that household or happening in that household because why would she 
you know, want a emergency hearing to discuss the safety and the well-being of Brooklyn. If not, if something, you know, ooh, this is going to be messy, child. This is going to be messy. And I, I, I definitely see this playing out on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, is it is it back yet? Is it coming back? Um, so it's, def- it's definitely giving storyline. It's definitely giving that. Um, so you guys will know and see what's going on if you watch it. Because I won't be watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. I, I, I won't. With the Porsche shit and this shit, I would literally have to vomit every single time uh, I digest that a child. Yuck. Uh, next case. Um, so, in other divorce news, Tashina Arnold, uh, actress Tashina Arnold, filed for divorce from Rico Hines more than five years after separating. So, yeah, get into this one. This one's a little messy, yeah. Get into this. So, after about five and a half years of separation, Tashina Arnold is reportedly ready to officially end her marriage to Rico Hines. According to TMZ, the actress filed the paperwork, excuse me, the paperwork this past week, citing irrevocable differences. As previously reported, Tashina discovered evidence of infidelity by Rico on his phone back in 2016. Rico allegedly filmed himself having unprotected sex with another woman. At the time, TMZ reported that Tashina shared that alleged sex tape with their friends and family in a group chat saying, it's over between Rico and I. This is where I part ways and all bets are off. Tashina also blasted Rico by naming 20 women whom he has allegedly been having sexual relations with. Tashina is also making sure her coins are safeguarded by asking to block the court's ability to award spousal support to either party. As you may already know, the couple got married in 2012 and split almost three and a half years later on January 12, 2016, according to court documents. Child, ain't that messy? Like, I don't remember hearing about Tashina and her husband separating. I I did not. But, child, this story is messy. So, three and a half years into the marriage, this nigga gets caught fucking a bitch unprotected on camera. Nigga, first of all, why are y'all so obsessed with having sex unprotected with other bitches that's not your wife's? STDs is real, like, they, these niggas must be really dumb and think that they can't catch STDs in HIV. Like, they, like it, it gives that to me because it's like, why would you, like, first of all, you're already fucking. You're already fucking outside of your marriage. So you're already, so you're already doing fuck shit. Then, not only that, you fucking this bitch raw diggity dog. Not only that, let's add, let, let's not even let's add in the fact 
that this nigga was sick enough to not just get the thrill of going out and fucking other bitches. He has to record the shit. It, it is sick. It, 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 it's very narcissistic. It's sick. It's twisted. Tashina, I am so glad you was out of this situation. And to be honest with a fuck, with a sick bitch like this, I probably would have did the same thing and went and made a family group chat and blasted this nigga in front of all his family and friends. Because, like, it's just, like, the audacity. To fuck another bitch, unprotected, but then record it and have it in your phone, like, with no care in the world. Child, these niggas is, these niggas is, child, and, and, and Tashina, it's no, we gotta pray. All our, all these singles, we gotta pray. We have to pray. We have to pray without ceasing because this is what's out here. This is literally what's out here. It's just like, I, I can't. L let's move on, child. So let's get into Monica. Shout out to Monica. So Monica reveals that she is working on a country album. Okay. So while speaking with Billboard, Monica got candid about her upbringing and how her childhood led to the start of her music career, and it looks like she'll be stepping into a whole new genre soon. Monica confirmed that she is indeed working on a country album and revealed that she loved country music since she was a little girl. I grew up loving country music, and my stepfather, who raised me, is a Methodist minister, but he also drove buses, and he would take us to Nashville uh, Gatlinburg and Dollywood in Tennessee, she said. I became a really big fan of Dolly Parton at about eight or nine years old. That was my real introduction to country. I love it. I, I, I'm, I'm all for artists taking leaps out of their comfort zones and going into different genres. Like, I, I'm here for it. I, I'm ready. Like, I'm and child, I, I love me some country music. Um, I do, I, I do, I do. Um, so I'm excited for this. Um, I also heard that K Michelle is working on a country album as well. So the more the merrier. That's all I see for it. I've seen people trying to be messy and stuff like that, saying she got me mad and stuff. But for me, it's it's the more the merrier. Like to let's keep it up. Country really is our genre, anyways, and they stole it from us. Like they stole everything. But that's another story for another day. But um, let's not pretend, I'm saying that to say, let's not pretend that um, black people can't love country music because it literally was our genre, bluegrass, blues, country, all that was intertwined. And that was us. And, you know, you know. So shout out to Monica, shout out to K. Michelle, and shout out to any artist that is out here trying to um, 
do different things. Try different things. Um, let's get let me let's get into uh, Kanye West. I, I didn't mention it in the beginning of the episode, but let's get into Kanye West. So, are y'all excited for Donda? Are y'all excited for the Donda album? Let me know, cause child, I, I'm not, I'm I personally am not like the last album, and this is no this is no lie, this is no like I, I can promise you, I, I I I can promise you that the last album of Kanye West that I've heard was my twisted dark fantasy, and that was a decade ago. So, with that being said, I don't listen to Kanye West. I don't have no interest in it. And I, I really thought he was canceled. I, I really not. And it also proves, this is also a, uh, be joking, because obviously I know there's no such thing as cancel culture. But this obviously proves that there is no such thing as cancel culture because Kanye West doubled his previous record and reportedly racked up a 5.4 million viewership for his second Donda listening event. So y'all bitches is out here listening to his shit. All these bitches I was saying, oh, Kanye liked in Trump. Slavery wasn't a choice. Y'all ran to Donda. Okay, y'all, so let's get into it. Despite the release date for his 10th album, Donda, currently still a mystery, I believe it is coming out um, in August, uh, if I'm not mistaken, um... Kanye West is breaking records and making history as its millions of fans continue to tune into whatever he does. According to Nuber reports, Kanye West has broken his own record that was just two weeks ago on Apple Music and now has the most viewed live stream of all time with a jaw-dropping 5.4 million viewers tuning in for his second Donda listening event. If you recall, two weeks ago, Kanye West made headlines for racking up a 3.3 million viewers for his initial Donda listening event at Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Stadium on July 22nd, making it the most viewed Apple Music live stream ever. Well, it appears that the only person to top Kanye West is Kanye himself, based on new reports. According to Billboard, Kanye's second Don the Listening event had held last week apparently almost doubled his previous viewing record. And as fans were glued to his extravagant performance, giving Kanye 5.4 million viewers the second time around. That means in total, 8.7 million people around the world tuned in to see what Ye was cooking up. That's not all, though. Reports also revealed that Kanye made a $7 million in revenue from in-person sales of his Donda merchandise. Cancel where? Canceled where? Kanye West ain't canceled. 
Y'all is fucking with Kanye heavy. But have fun. I, I really hope, you know, it's everything y'all 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 wish for and more. Me personally, I, I, I just I, I just can't get with it. His music is not the same for me. It's not even just him as a person. It's the music too. But that's another story because people will literally try to fight me over, you know, Kanye West's music being, you know, everything under the sun. Um, next case. Um, let's get into future. Let's get into future. <sighs> Future proves time in and time again that niggas is not shit. And it also proves that he's not shit, most importantly. So it always behooves me when he is seen with another bitch. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. So with that being said, let's get into... Let's get into it. So, Brittany Mealy is uh, one of Future's baby mothers. Um, she went onto Instagram and posted on her story a text message exchange between, um, it looks like either Future and uh, their child. So the text message reads, I'm going to read the text message. It's off to you guys. It says, tell your mom. And then uh, the reply is, tell my mom what? And then it looks like Future says, buy you some clothes. And then uh, the child writes back, dad. And then he writes, your mother is a hoe. Your mother is a hoe. I, I I have no words. I I literally have absolutely no words. Do I believe this is him? Yes, I do. I mean, we have to trace patterns, and patterns show that. Future has no regard for women. Um, he treats them like objects and toys and playthings. He does not respect them and treat them as human beings. So to to go off on a limb and say that this cannot be something that Future does would be a lie. Um, so let, let, let's put that in perspective first. So then, um, of course, Future comments back and says that it's a lie, cap, you know, nigga shit. Um, and she comes back and writes, definitely not cap. The fuck? I got a lie for her. You said it. Definitely your number and his. So stand on it and pipe down if you don't want these recordings posted. On God, you said it. They need to cancel you. Cruelty to children. Haven't seen him in three months, but in the same state. I can keep going. Got a refund on his high school clothes today. Petty, because someone don't want to be sexually active with you and just want to co-parent. I have been so nice and calm. I'm tired now, but I'm chill. 
I do not play about my kids. I'm a mother first and always go stand up for mine. You guys, is this something that can be a future? Like, come on, this this is this is him. This is she. Like people would say, she's hate, she's mad, she's bitter. She ah, he probably ah. But like, come on, this this is this reads future. He, we we know he don't go and see about all his kids. We know that. We know he's deadbeat. He don't see. And then when he do, he get his kids. He pawn them off to his mother. Like we know this. This has been reported. This has been factual. And we know he's been petty because if a if somebody don't want to give him what he wants, which nine times out of ten is sex, he's gonna be a bitch and not gonna do shit and be just be a pussy. Like we know this about future, so I I I, I instantly read this and was like, girl, I I believe you. Like I believe. I, first of all, I believe that he he did the text message anyways because again, like I said, patterns don't change when a person just doesn't change. So like, come on. So then, um, uh, 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 he comes back. Um, with a tweet and writes, pray for her. No, pray for you. Um, th- these little one-worded, three li- like, it's corny and we know what you give up. Like, come on. So, yeah. I have to go to commercial break real quick. I have to, I have to, I have to go to break. I have to go to break. I have to go to break. But Future's mom steps in, and I just want to say, I just want to know, Casper, where have you been? Where have you been, Casper the Ghost? We'll be back after this, y'all. And we're back. We're back, y'all. We're back. We're back. We're back. 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 All right. So continuing on with the future shit, right? Um, his mother steps in. His mother, and I call her Casper because it's just like, girl, where have you been? Like, your your son has been doing fuck shit for years, and you have been Casper the ghost. Now all of a sudden you not appeared, girl. So this is what she said. It's sad when people can't get their way, so they turn to social media for attention. No matter how much you give a person, it's never enough. We have to really pray for self-love because people take it out on everyone else. Hashtag mental health is real. Hashtag empower her. Hashtag transformation 101. Hashtag self-love. Hashtag self-care. Oh, mama, 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 um, girl, what, what we not gonna do is act like your son ain't a fuck nigga. That's not, we, that, that's what we're not going to do. So we know where you're at. You're the mother that has a fuck nigga as a son 
and all you have, all you do, instead of, you know, being in your son's ass about being a fuck nigga, you caping for him. So you one of them cape, you one of them capes. So stay over there. Um, Brittany, of course, <laughs> clap back, y'all. And she wrote this. Lady, be quiet. You barely raised him. Take several seats. Aren't you the person behind closed doors said he was wrong to your grandson and you were going to talk to his dad and pick his stuff up tomorrow but probably take his side? You are part of the problem. This man a product of your household. I put on far from the tree. Like we said, the typical, like it's a typical case of a fuck nigga son and a mother not holding him accountable, caping for him. It starts at home. This is who we be, this is who. We got to do better, y'all. We have to do better. That's all I, I was about to go somewhere, but we I'm just gonna leave it out. We have to do better. So she continues on and says, You don't know what is going on. Stay out of an almost 40-year-old man's business. Pathetic talking about self-love. You don't have none because He doesn't have none. I'm trying to read this to see if she makes sense, but she does. Have none because of you. He treat women this way. Because of you, 11, 12 kids, 11, 12 moms can't keep a relationship. True narcissists, but you love talking about self-love. Girl, shut up. Now, that's how you clear a bitch. <laughs> okay. Um, and she spoke every word true. Uh, how you gonna speak self love when your son obviously don't even have self love? He he can't fucking on bitches left and right getting them pregnant, left and right and not taking care of responsibility. He can't have self love. He can't have self esteem. Something is wrong. Something is going on there. But instead of again keeping him accountable. You're the helicopter mom. You're the probably the mom that wants to stay quiet and stay nice and stay on the good side and keep a check. Like we we know what y'all give. We know what you give. It's sad. But at the same time, he's grown now. So he's out of your house. He's out of your care. The responsibility to be a good person, to do the right thing, is on future. But at the same time, you ate it and abetted. So how dare you get on social media and pretend like it's the other person when, as like I said in the beginning, we already know future's history. We know it. If we sit down and stop thinking bitches is just saying shit for clout and bitches is just doing this, that, and the third, and we sit down and we really take a look into future's past, you will believe every last word of this. You would. So Brittany continues on, y'all, and she says, when people can't get 
vagina or get away with constantly being a father, consistently being a father, excuse me, or in their feelings about the mom's life, they text their kids and jump to cruelty to children. I'm done. This is beneath me. My final verdict, I believe it. I, I believe her. I believe Future texted his child that because he's just that narcissistic. He's just that hateful and cruel to black women enough to call the mother of his child a hoe in front of his child. Like, I believe it. And you can't tell me not, you can't tell me otherwise. And it is just sad that again, you can't even go to the mother and have her be honest. It's just sad all around. But at the same time, I always say, we get these warning signs from these fuck ass niggas and we don't adhere to them. We 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 just run past them. We we think we can handle them. They're not going to be too big for us. We'll be able to manage them and they fuck us. And then we wonder why when we had the warning sign in the beginning. So again, it's just like it's sad, but girl, it's we it, future. Let's move on, y'all. All right, let's get into Britney Spears. Let's get into Britney Spears. So Jamie Spears, um, there is a update in the case, uh, the conservatorship case when it comes to Britney Spears. Um, and the update is that Jamie Spears agrees to step down as Britney Spears' conservator. Um, that came in, I believe, uh, yesterday, um, Thursday, because I'm filming on Friday, y'all. This is my first and only time filming on a Friday. So, because <laughs> it, it, this is nerve-wracking. Um, but anywho, uh, Jamie Spears, uh, it's been a long battle between Britney Spears and her father. Um, and it looked like she finally got her wish. So according to TMZ, the documents filed by Jamie's attorney, he stated even as Mr. Spears is unremitting targeted, uh, unremitting target of unjustified attacks, which is a lie. He does not continue believe that a public battle with his daughter over his continuing service as her conservator would be in her best interest. So even though he must contest his unjustified petition for his removal, Mr. Spears intends to work with the court and his daughter's new attorney to prepare an orderly transition to a new conservator. Okay, so it looks like Brittany is not going to have her father um, as a conservator, which I think is a good thing. Um, 
and we'll see what you know at all this becomes i i i do know that Brittany Flores is honestly really trying to get her out of the conservative ship altogether. So we're going to see how this case unfolds, but this is definitely in a step in the right direction because he definitely needs to be removed. So him leaving is even better. Um, so, all right, yeah, let's continue on. Um, before I get into the VMAs, there's a topic I want to talk about. I want to talk about, for a quick minute, Jesse Wu. So Jesse Wu, um, if you guys don't know who Jesse Wu is, um, you're lucky. And um, she is from Love and Hip Hop. She was in Love and Hip Hop Miami. And now I'm guessing she's on Wildin' Out. Um, Okay. Um, Whatever. So apparently there was a segment on Wildin' Out. I'm going to play the clip. You guys are going to hear the clip. You guys are going to know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about. There was a clip of Jesse Wu doing, I guess the it was a impersonation of an answer machine of celebrities. So it was random celebrities and Whitney's picture popped up, which to me shouldn't have been in the rotation in the beginning. Why do y'all, and it's a black community, because I don't really see a lot of white, you know, comedians and white, I I don't really see them doing it. They could be, but I don't see it. Why are we so obsessed with continuing on choking and cracking and reading and degrading our celebrities that are not with us anymore. They're dead and gone. Why do we have this weird, because it's weird to me, it's really weird when you really deep down get into the meat and potatoes of it, it's weird. Why do y'all have this weird obsession with Cause I see it, yeah, yeah, y'all do the stereotypical Whitney Houston, y'all do the stereotypical Michael Jackson, y'all, y'all, y'all rarely touch Prince. Uh, who else do y'all t- like? Y'all touch these celebrities that had infamy when they were alive, and y'all still like to drag them and roast them now that they're dead. So Jesse Wu thought it was cute to get on, you know, Wildin' Out and, you know, Whitney Houston um, was mentioned and she proceeds to sing a joke um, and mentions that uh, I died. 
So basically, it was a it was a Whitney being that joke. I'm gonna let you guys listen to it, and then we're gonna come back, and I'm gonna give my commentary on it. Um, so this is the clip from Wildin' Out. <laughs> So y'all heard the clip, right? So this is my thing. The first of all, the joke wasn't funny. Like, the joke wasn't funny. Like, at all. And that's even without the fact that you are literally mocking and joking on this lady being dead. Like, it, it wasn't funny. And so my thing is, if you have to use celebrities' deaths as jokes, as talking points, and leading into jokes, it's time to go to a new profession. The the argument. And, and and it's not even just Jesse getting back on live saying, "Oh, I love my joke. I didn't have a problem with my joke. I love Whitney." It wasn't that. It was the fact that y'all equated Whitney's Whitney death jokes versus Whitney crack on jo- uh, crack jokes. Uh, it was always known and said that Whitney had a substance abuse problem. So comedians crack, you know, joking on her crack abuse or substance abuse, that's one thing. She's alive. And if she had a really had a problem with it, she would address it and it would with it and it would have been what it was. But it's just the simple fact that you can joke on somebody being dead think it's funny, and stand on it. You're a fucking weirdo. And you really better hope and pray that the karma that you're out here spewing to people doesn't be reciprocated. Because we all know karma is what? A fucking bitch. I, I don't have it for her. She's she's tired. She's late. And this is, has nothing to do with this Whitney joke. The Whitney joke just honestly to me personally stamps and approves the type of person she is to me. But I, I really, I haven't seen it for her in a, in a while. She's weird. She's obsessed. And she's just clout hungry. Like she is really clout hungry. And it's just like, girl, bye. Next case. I, I really don't have nothing for her. Um, let's get into the VMAs. So, yeah, the, the MTV VMAs is coming real, 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 real soon. Um, 
and they uh MTV announced the nominations. So let's get into some of the categories. So coming up, okay, so before we get into the categories, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm moving a little bit too fast. Um, Megan the Stallion and Justin Bieber lead the nominations this year. Um, they have the most. Um, Justin Bieber, I believe, has seven and Meg has six or seven. They might be tied. I- I'm not sure. I forgot. Um, let me see. I might have. Yes, Megan has six nominations and Justin has seven. Has seven. Yep, I was right. I be knowing. Um, y'all. So let's get to the category. So starting off a video of the year, the nominees um, are Cardi B versus, uh, featuring Megan Thee Stallion WAP, um, DJ Khaled featuring Drake Popstar, Doja Cat featuring SZA, Kiss Me More, Ed Sheeran's Bad Habits, Little Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name, The Weeknd, Save Your Tears. So moving on to Artist of the Year, we have Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, Justin Bieber, Megan Thee Stallion, Olivia Rodrigo, and Taylor Swift. Um, let's go to Best New Artist, presented by Facebook, uh, 24 Gold, 24K Gold, Golden, um, Giveon, The Kid Leroy, Olivia Rodrigo, Polo G, and Saweetie, which it's still weird to me how Saweetie is a new artist in 2021. Doesn't make sense to me, MTV, but okay. Okay, best collaboration. 24K Golden featuring Ian Dior, Mood. Um, Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion, WAP. Doja Cat featuring SZA, Kiss Me More. Drake featuring Little Dirk, Laugh Now, Cry Later. Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon Peaches. Um, and Miley Cyrus featuring Dua Lipa, Prisoner. Um, moving on, Best Hip Hop. Um, Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion, WAP. Drake featuring Little Dirk, Laugh Now, Cry Later. Little Baby featuring Megan Thee Stallion, On Me, Remix. Money Bad Yo said some. Uh, Polo G Rap Star. Travis Scott featuring Young Thug and MIA franchise. And then Best R&B is Beyonce, Blue Ivy, St. John, Wizkid, Brown Skin Girl. Bruno Mars, Innocent Pack, Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open. They gonna get that one. Just give it to... Just give it to Bruno Mars and, Ennis, and just give it to Silk Sonic, child. But continue, let me continue on. I'm sorry, but that just, just give it to him. Um, Chris Brown and Young Thug grow crazy. Um, give on uh, Heartbreak Anniversary. Her featuring Chris Brown come through. SZA, Good Days. Just give it to Silk Sonic, child. Give it to Silk Sonic. Cause we know you're gonna give it to him, child. Um, are you guys excited for the VMAs? I- I'm more interested in who's performing, who's the video vanguard. That's 
that's what ultimately is going to determine if I'm going to watch. These awards really are not giving what I, I thought they were going to be giving. Um, a couple, a couple of them don't make sense to me, but it is what it is. But I'm, I'm more interested to see who's performing and who is going to be the video vanguard. Um, I would love Aaliyah to be the video vanguard and just, I, I like MTV. I, I have an idea. My idea is Aaliyah to be the video vanguard, right? And, and um, you know, she is no longer here with us. So instead of her being able to perform, we will have various performances. So I'm thinking, like, of course, Missy Elliott and Timbaland, like, of course, like, you can't have a Aaliyah tribute performance without them, too. So I'm thinking them, right? So I'm also thinking, like, artists that, like, are, like, Aaliyah-esque, but, like, you know, they love Aaliyah. So I'm thinking, like, Seven Streeter, because, you know, we all know Seven Streeter adored Aaliyah, right? So I'm thinking, like, Seven Streeter. I'm thinking Normani. And I'm thinking, um, uh, ooh, I would even like a Janae Aiko. Like, no, like, listen to me. Like, listen to me. Imagine Janae Aiko singing at your best. Can't y- like can't y'all see her like and I'm not saying singing it like Aaliyah but like her like a, a nice tr- rendition of it. I feel like Janae Aiko can sing that right. So you know I'm thinking like you, I'm I, MTV videos. Aaliyah's videos were iconic. Were the thing people used to wake up on BET and MTV waiting 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 for her videos to come on trl people used to be waiting to go home to go to school to i mean excuse me to come home from school and go right to their tv to watch trl and to see the latest Aaliyah video Aaliyah was that girl so mtv I don't know if y'all gonna do it this year, even though it, if y'all do, it would be amazing because it'll be her 20th anniversary of her passing. And she was supposed to perform at the VMAs that year that she passed away. Um, that's another layer in it. And just, you know, Aaliyah's that girl. So like, I mean, if y'all, can't, if y'all don't do it this year, I mean, in the future, like, please look into Aaliyah being the video vanguard. So that that's my little spiel on the VMAs. Um, speaking of Aaliyah, when we come back, we're going to take a small little break. When we come back, we're going to discuss Black Ground Records, and we're going to also discuss Nick Cannon. <sighs> Child. And Megan the Stallion. Stay tuned. This is EDS Squad After Dark. And we're back. So let's get back into it. Um, let's talk about Meg. So Meg the Stallion um, recently sat down with People Magazine. And she says that it's time rap tackles the LGBTQ hate. It is really crucial. Meg is saying, 
saying time is up for homophobia with the rap community and believes it's time to embrace LGBTQ acceptance, she told People. It's about time, she said. Representation is important and it's really crucial for us all to have compassion and acceptance of human beings. Every human. Uh, which is so true. Um, for that to even happen, so many things, so many, so many things would have to change. And I don't think rap, I don't think the music industry in large is ready for that change. Because not only would homophobia have to, uh, and transphobia, misogyny, because they all, although are different, they all, for the most part, go hand in hand when it comes to the music that we are given in these days and ages. So... It's nice to hope. Um, would it ever get there? Possibly. But it takes more little Nas X's for that to happen. And not and I, and I and when I say that I don't mean carbon copies of little Nas X's. I mean people like little Nas X, uh, LGBTQ um, artists. We need more variety. Uh, we need them to be more visible. And I think that will start to open conversations about uh, treatment and uh, most definitely the material um, that harms and perpetuates ignorance and intolerance within the LGBTQ and know other various groups as well not just you know the lgbtq community um so shout out to meg for actually being vocal about wanting to take a stand all right guys so let's move on to um the last story on black round records so i ended the last uh podcast episode with uh Black Ground, Aaliyah, Barry Hankerson news, right? So I, I think I only told you that uh, Aaliyah's uh, discography is being released. Um, it's being released strategically, and they have a whole rollout. Um, to piggyback off of that, Black Ground Records is releasing their whole discography. Um, so they're going to be releasing albums of Tank, uh, T- Tony Raxton, Timbaland, and Magoo on streaming services. So uh, let's go through the releases. So for Tank, his Force of Nature, One Man, Sex, Love, and Pain albums will all be available on all major digital streaming platforms on September 17th, okay? So on uh, October 1st, Tony Braxton's Libra album will be available on all major digital streaming platforms. 
um, for Timbaland and Magoo. Uh, the complete uh, collection, uh, indecent proposal. Um, welcome to our world. All will be released on uh, August 27th on all major digital streaming platforms. Um, and if you, you know, didn't catch Aaliyah's uh, discography being released, um, One in a Million will be released August 20th. Romeo Must Die will be released September 3rd. Aaliyah self-title will be released September 10th. And I Care For You and Ultimately It will be released October 8th. Um, and I just wanted to also talk about the way that the family and the estate were blindsided about this whole thing. They put out a statement. Um, and it said, protecting Aaliyah's legacy is and will always be our focus. For 20 years, we have battled behind the scenes and during shadowy tactics of deception with unauthorized projects targeted to tarnish. We have always been confused as to why there is such a tenacity in causing more pain alongside with what we have already cope, have to cope with for the rest of our lives. Now in this 20th year. This unscrupulous endeavor to release Aaliyah's music without any transparency or full accounting to the estate compels our hearts to express a word, forgiveness. Although we will continue to defend ourselves and her legacy lawfully and justly, we want to preempt the inevitable attacks on our character by all the in individuals who have emerged from the shadows to leech off of Aaliyah's life work. Ultimately, we desire closure and a modicum of peace so we can facilitate the growth of Aaliyah's memorial fund and other creative projects that embodies Aaliyah's true essence, which is to inspire strength and positivity for people of all creeds, races, and cultures around the world. And that's from the estate of Aaliyah Houghton. Um, again, you know, like I said last week, it's more so Barry, um, wanting to revive his old label and to to do that you have to have money and he's sitting on millions and millions of dollars worth of music and he's just releasing them he's releasing all of it i think jojo's music is also being released too um she actually clapped back and said that to not listen to the black ground versions of her first two albums because she would not be getting paid. Um, so listen to her uh, re-records. Um, I don't know about the Tony Braxton, Tank, Timbaland, and Magoo. I don't know if they're going to be getting paid off of this. Um, I also heard that they're trying to... Uh, Create a new Aaliyah album. It's going to be featuring Future, Chris Brown, uh, Drake, uh, just people that Aaliyah nine times out of ten would not work with. Like it's just like 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on or <laughs> I don't know what Barry's thinking. Um, but um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to stream Aaliyah's music because I'm not going to lie. I, I, I am a big fan and I definitely am excited that her music is finally going to streaming services. But the way that it is unfolding is very unfortunate and very sad. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts and opinions on that. Um. And that wraps up our hot topics. That wraps up our episode, guys. Um, crazy sex stories will be coming back real soon. I'm just like trying to get reacclimated from the uncensored and unfiltered. So just uh, and today, y'all, y'all filming on a Friday. Y'all already know I film on Wednesdays, so filming on a Friday hours before this episode is dropping is definitely not something I do. It will never happen again, but you know, life happens and it is what it is. I wanted to give you guys something to have, something to look forward to. Um, so shout out to all of you guys. I, I really do hope you guys have an amazing weekend. I hope you guys have an amazing week coming up. Um, I live for each and every last one of you guys. I love each and every last one of you guys. And I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Until next time, America. Peace. This has been an EDS Squad TV production. This episode was produced and edited by Eli Shout out to Anchor, the simple way to make a podcast.